What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Um, welcome to another episode of Off the Top Row Podcast. I'm one for your host, Lansky. I'm not very enthusiastic today. I've been receiving some news last night, so I'm going to be a little, you know, out of it today. Nonetheless, I'm not here by myself, though, thank God. I got E. Dukes again, big homie, big show with me, man. What's up with you, dog? I'm chilling, man. How's everything going down with you? I understand what's going down, but uh, keep your head up, you feel me? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, good stuff. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, so waiting. We, we only time will tell. Uh, I ain't going to get too personal on this episode too much, so I'm not going to even talk about that right now. Um, so we're going to just jump right into it and um, recap Black Lives Friday Night, Friday Night Smackdown. But before we do that, we're going to give a shout out to Anchor for giving us the platform to record our podcast. Today, yesterday, the day before, God knows how long that we've been doing this, and we're close to a hundred plays. Thank you to the listeners at home. Thank you to the listeners that we've been spreading the news around, and it's decided to you know take us seriously one day at a time. We thank you. We appreciate that. Um, back to Anchor. Uh, you can go to the Google Play or go to the iTunes Store. You can download it from there, or you can go to www.anchor.fm. You can check it out there. Gives you all the custom-made tools that you need to make a podcast, and more importantly, it's free. So, heed my word. The best decision, just best decision that you're doing. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're going to just jump right into um, Friday Night Smackdown last night. Oh, so that went down. So, the beginning of the show was a segment. Braun Strowman, a crown, new, newly crowned Universal Champion, comes out in the ring, and then... Right before that, um, they showed the video package of the Strowman Goldberg title match at WrestleMania 36. Then after that show, Strowman cuts a promo about his WrestleMania win. Then last, then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. He interrupts him. Um, he he recalls Cesaro, Sammy, and him beating him down before he could do it again. All this other stuff. Strowman wanted, Strowman wanted to give him these hands. Eventually, he was attacked by his arm from behind. And Shinsuke Nakamura kicked him on the side of the head, but he did not budge. He throws his arm out. Um, Nakamura runs out. And Strowman is the last man standing in the ring. Dad locked eyes on Shinsuke, which just happened to be the main event of tonight. I mean, last night. Um... Yeah, give it a nice little warm up and stuff. I mean, nonetheless, I mean, I give it a decent grade. I probably only give it a B minus. I was all right with it. At least you got your champion out there early. So, way to the death. I think with his speech and all this other stuff. Nonetheless, the first match of the night was the rematch for the women's tag team championships. The Kabuki Warriors were facing Bliss Cross. Oh, God. Uh, Bliss Cross is just a combination of Alyssa Bliss and Mr. Cross, y'all. So, you know, I didn't want to see this, but nonetheless, what other choices do we have right now in this juncture? Well, with the reduced number of people in the locker room, um, 
But fast forward to that. Liz Cross retains their women's championship by pinfall one, two, three. They went clean. Nikki Cross gave Kyrie Sane a twisted nut breaker. That's how they fall. It was 18 minutes. I gave it three stars. It was just a it was just a match. Just to fill in the time. And don't disrespect the Oscar and all that. This had nothing to do with Oscar's performance. Oscar was great, especially with that little um, outside skin that she did and putting on the headpiece on and still talking in Japanese. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's that's that So let's see what happens. But they're squashing the scene because I think they already know she's about to walk out the door. And I, that's why we got to say it. But Dukes, what you got to say about that, man? You know, I give this one a, uh, a half star. Just because this is. is what it was is out of what it is, but it's like everybody just keep doing the same repeat of what WrestleMania was. We seen that on Raw when it was a tag when the Street Profits had to do it. Look, let's let's have another tag team match. Let's put the titles back online and let's go against the same people we went against. Same here. SmackDown. Listen. And Cross going against the Kabuki Warriors. The same thing. This When you win a titles, that means you should go against new, fresh, new faces. Or faces you haven't seen in a minute. Like it's already good to know that, like, yeah, Kyrie Sane's leaving. Oscar might get her push, but they should just left it at WrestleMania. Have Bliss and um Cross go against someone, someone different. I I could have one half star, man. All right, real talk. All right, you know I'm not already going to that. I feel the same way. It was giving it a pity. Uh, the next segment after that, Elias is performing the song on beating beating King Corbin. Such other stuff. Nevertheless, uh, yeah. Anyway, re- then the next segment after that was the recap of the Otis and Dolph Ziggler WrestleMania match and how that how all that unfolded. Which led to the uh, second match of the name. Dolph Ziggler comes out with Sonya Deville, and he's he's facing Tucker. Where's Otis? I'm chilling with Mandy, as he should. Um, before before the match, Tucker cuts a promo before before it basically said, "Otis don't even gonna be here tonight. He's with his lady, as as he should is supposed to." Uh, I mean, nonetheless, uh, it's hyping up the boy, and plus he still wants revenge on the um last match that they had last time. When Ziggler got the little disqualification and really about to take all his back. Um, yeah, nonetheless. But it was a 12, 15 minute match. It was a Dolph Ziggler win by pin, wins clean. So, no, really, no crazy shit. Um, wins by super kick. Nonetheless, 12 to 15 minute match. I give it three minutes. I give it three minutes. Nothing wrong mm-hmm. All right, man. Some of you. Uh, I give it a two. 
And here's the reason why. I thought I thought it'll probably be over by that WrestleMania match between Otis and Ziggler. I don't want to keep still keep it going. I guess I guess the only thing I could probably I could literally sit there and see is a intergender tag team match. Otis and Manny Rose versus Ziggler and DeVille. That's the only thing I can come up with. And to have Tucker Diz, like, Tucker's not really being utilized as much as what we expect. And he, that match is a good match. Don't get me wrong, it's a good match, but it's just too many people in the storyline and that's why I give it a two. And wait, and hold up. Where's Bobby Roode at, at in this situation? Ain't Roode and Ziggler a tag team? Mm-hmm. So if, if you see Tucker still in it, and if Roode and, and, if Roode and Ziggler are a tag team, where's Bobby Roode at? Bobby Roode should be there to actually help out and just make it even still a a six-man tag or some shit like that. But it is what it is. I give it two stars. All right. And then after that match was another segment. It was another recap of the SmackDown tag team by the match that had that WrestleMania as well, how that unfolds. Then right afterwards, we have a new segment called The Dirt Sheets. Well, actually, that's been out for it. But this is a regular segment called The Dirt Sheets, run by Miz and John Morrison, talking about the events that happened at WrestleMania 36, from the Bulldog match to their victory. Oh, with the famous quote, that's good news. <laughs> um, these shoes trying to just... These two are just trying to rap. My God. <laughs> and I wrote, thank you, Usos, for interrupting. That's all we had to say about that. Both teams are trying to, pre- trying to promote themselves by pleading their cases out. So all of a sudden, they get interrupted by the New Day. And basically, just do the same thing. These three teams again. Oh, it's all I got to say about this. So I had to bypass this. Like, they're really good team. Well, with this going to bring you no other teams right now. Well, speaking of other teams, I guess it's a, a new debut for one team in this next upcoming match, which is the third match of the night. The Forgotten Sons versus the Lucha House Party. Now, hmm, I think they probably came up from NXT. I'm not technically sure, but they're definitely yes. new to that roster. But yeah, so um, good debut. Eight minutes worth. Solid match. I give it three stars. Then he did some double team bull from, from the top of the corner. And of course, facing Lucy Rose, when they ever really gonna win anything, nonetheless. But at least they're trying to have like a new tag team to be at least give them the three main teams right now a run for their money. Thank God, nonetheless. So yeah, I give it three. Sorry gotta do about that. Sorry, you dukes. I give no, I give it a three. Only because it's a good call up from NXT. I could literally say or see them going against New Day and bring back Xavier Woods. When Xavier Woods come back, now you got three remake got three from the Forgotten Sons and you got the three for New Day. 
And you still have what Ms. Morrison, Ms. Morrison versus the Usos for the tag team belts. Mm-hmm. So basically, now you have four tag teams in that division. Mm-hmm. It sucks to know that it's only well five tag teams. In the SmackDown division, which is a strong, which is a just a stronger division than Raw, but how I see it, it was it was good overall. I'll give it a three. I want to see what I want to see what they will do before Vince Man just waste them like all the rest of the NXT people that was call ups. Mm. All right, and then it's a cuss the backstage, and we see Bliss Cross talking to each to each other out of the match. Then you see Carmella and Brooke talking to each other, and then they try to like kind of squeeze out like a little deal to have like a match with them later on. I don't know when, but eventually that does happen. And before we go jump into the next thing, oh god, I think Vince McMahon and Donald Trump are secretly working together. And the venue may have canceled Money in the Bank, but somehow, some way, they might actually just take this whole thing out and just keep going with this thing. It w- it won't be live. Everything will be taped at least a week in advance. Sounds going to tell me he 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 squeezed out some little bullshit ass deal that we could get going, but AEW can't go on. So whatever may hits, if that still if this whole thing still goes on to play, I think Vince got the upper hand for right now. He does because you take a look at it. Donald Trump is what a a WWE Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Trump and Vince are friends and been friends. He was about to realize that and been friends for a long time, people. So really think about that. Think about where WrestleMania Four took place. That was in the Trump Towers. Those are two WrestleMania that was in the Trump Towers. So you know, back then they was working together and still growing to this very day, especially that whole hair versus hair match it, back in WrestleMania twenty three. Like, was that was two thousand seven? Yeah, well, Marga and um Lashley, right? And Stone Cold as yeah, Stone Cold as the referee. Yeah, WrestleMania twenty three, two thousand seven. Yeah, and you take a look at that one. Like we all know. We all knew that. We all knew that just by how it is, Trump and Vince McMahon are all all in this together because they know AEW is the biggest threat to Vince McMahon's pockets. Eliminate you eliminate AEW is a is a victory. Can't really say a look at how back then. Can't say a liberty. Let's just say they, they don't know, try to. They get further their. They get further their product without the without the interrupting the establishment and shit. Yeah, but that's but even still, that's kind of hurting what AEW is bringing. I mean, this whole COVID nineteen is hurting everything, so it's not technically just them. You know, I mean, like WWE can still yeah. do the live tapings and stuff like that. Well, well, technically, taping and and playing the following week 
which is that won't be why it will still be taped. So the matter what, it still hurts them as well. So nah. it still hurts. So it still hurts wrestling companies everywhere. Period. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just AEW really mm-hmm. taking the L and then losing at the end of the day. It's just when their product goes out, then we got to go and revert back to the old stuff that they did already that we can go online and watch. WWE's got a whole new network. Uh, I mean, they got a whole network. So just in case they just, you know what I'm saying, the, t- the tape is that's being taped live, is shown live, supposedly, then I can just say, you know what, screw this. I can just go on the network and then watch something on there. They'll still lose viewership no matter mm. they still lose viewership no matter what. So it only time will tell about what's gonna happen when it comes to the sports world. And this is part of it. So and then I said, well, this is gonna happen with one, it's 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 gonna happen with basketball or the NHL next. Then when that starts unraveling, then you start being a little loophole being built. And you know, Trump got his hands in every single sport right now, including including the NFL. So yeah, nonetheless, like I said, only time will tell what I me mean, what would happen because all the research that I've done for the past like several hours, I'm still kind of baffled by what I for what I discovered. But let's move forward. Um, then there was another segment. Sasha Banks and Bailey comes out and talk about their bond and friendship. And Bailey is still SmackDown Women's Champion, nonetheless. Until Tamina comes out and cuts her own promo, challenges Bailey to a title, but. Bailey instead insists she puts up Sasha against Tamina, and you go and you go through her. You go through her first, and we'll talk some business. So pretty much this this episode right here is just building up for Money in the Bank. Just basically saying that pay per view is 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 going to happen with I mean without the venue or not. So. That's basically what I'm getting from this whole episode feel. That's why I was like, okay, why there's so much build up here? Whatever, but nonetheless. Um, then it was the fourth match of the night. Sheamus versus a jobber, which I basically, it, it was only like a quick squash. Quick squash, three minutes. Sheamus wins with a bro kick. I gave it two stars. Not very enthusiastic. <laughs> wasn't very, wasn't very through, you enthusiastic in the beginning anyway. <laughs> so, I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry, bro. I give this away. Dud, dud, dud. Yes, because it's just because it's Seamus. You feel me? Like, like yo, you he came back, fought. Chad Gable fought Apollo Cruz. Now, you, now, you, now you have him going against a jobber. You're supposed to build this man up. At least have him in the money to bake qualifiers and shit like that. Have him going against. Hell, I want to see him going against Cesaro one more time. Him going against Sinchke. Him going against a bigger name, Cesaro, and then the bar will be reborn again. <laughs> yes, like yo, you take a look at it. Damn, 
Yeah, I kind of look yeah, at what Sheamus has now, been doing. Now I look back at it, that was still a pretty good team <laughs> for them to even do stuff with. And then I was like, yeah, they gave me a DBV for every time when I looked at them. Yeah, I, I, I'm behind these guys, low key. Even if they were his heels. I mean, I get me, it was, I mean, they got away with it, you know. But then Sheamus' injury slowly started creeping up. And then that whole concussion protocol, you know how that whole thing goes. And, you know, they basically just, Wiped it away, like yo. You just gotta just do a singles run. You you have to be a heater. We have nothing for you besides being a heater. I'm like damn, Cesaro. Like that's what you, like, you need to get. It. That's what you need to get out of here yeah. too. Yeah, but it's I missed the bar. I, I agree with you. I missed the bar. I missed the matches that they had with New Day. I missed the matches they had with the Usos. During that time, those three teams were at the top of. Smack of the roster for any tag teams, yeah, top top of the SmackDown roster when they went to the when they even had a um match in what was it for Survivor oh, Series oh, against yeah. the Usos. That was a good matchup. Like that team, hands down, was a good team, and on top of that. Ace Sheamus used to be a former champion. Oh, WWE War Heavyweight Champion. Thanks to Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. And not and now you have him as a jobber. Mm. Or you feeding him to a jobber. He's not technically yeah. a jobber. Yeah, you feel me? But no, I'm saying like, yo, you have him, you feeding this dude a jobber. That's what mm. he has done. That's why I'm giving this one a dud, man. So, say no more. Uh, the next segment was the video package of Jeff Hardy from his beginning origins of his love for wrestling and becoming a wrestler and you know, being a tag team with his brother Matt while his older ordeal to his current to his current where he's at right now. Now, this I just want to get off my chest really quick because we all know what the fuck is trying to happen. I hope and pray Jeff is smart enough to do this. When your contract expires, I don't give a shit and try to push your ass to the fucking moon or not. And from the way I'm the way I thought about this whole theory before the show even started, I thought about two things. As I heard, as I seen from a source that WWE is trying to push Jeff Hardy to make sure that he doesn't he doesn't leave the company. They 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 want to they they want to pay him very well and they want him to treat him very well apparently. And supposed to be a source says Vince is impressed with his drug rehab and outreach to that and stuff like that. Um, my God, I. Don't believe a single word that that really have matters. <laughs> um, when it came, when it comes to that, we already know what's bound to happen. We see what happened with Matt, and you already know Matt can be. And then you know how brothers are. Brothers are not going to be working in no damn separate companies. I mean, no one else really did that. The both of them technically left in their own terms when the contract expired, and then when they left, they left and worked other companies that they had connections to. AKA TNA, AKA um, mm-hmm. New um, New Japan. I actually learned that Ring of Honor, and you know they're always going to come together and be a tag team. They're trying to make sure this don't happen. 
So they're going to try to push him to the moon. And the way that I'm seeing is, they're not going to feel the Intercontinental Championship belt. They're going to have him go after the Universal belt, either between The Fiend, either between The Fiend, Braun, or Roman. Now, here's the problem with this. Now, here's the problem with this. This is the reason why I got upset when I seen this video package. And I'm like, they're going to try to push his ass to the moon to make sure he stays. They're going to try to keep the Hardy brothers away from each other because your brother is on the, is on the company that we're, we're fighting right now. And then your contract is about to expire. No, we, you know, we need to keep it. Period. So, fake, fake, fake advertisement push to try to get you to stay in shit. I'm out with that. They're trying to keep him away. The only way I can see this happening, like I said, they're going to, now with this whole money in the bank live, with this whole money in the bank pay review, the whole live match that could happen for SmackDown, Jeff could, Jeff could potentially win that. And if he does win that, he's going to wait till when SummerSlam happens, use it, and get the belt. Off of the two choices I had in my mind, were either The Fiend or Roman Reigns. And that's mm. going to be bad because now you're going to see Jeff about to be buried or you're going to see Roman going over, I mean, um, putting over Jeff Hardy like a bitch because they're trying to use him as a pawn to get Jeff to stay. And, you, and if you force him to The Fiend and if he loses... You delete his uh-huh. character forever anyway. So you can't feed him to the fiend. That mean that mean that's gonna be bad. Of course, you can't do the David versus Goliath angle versus uh. Braun Strowman. He's gonna get his ass whooped. And it wouldn't be believable if Jeff Hardy lost. Sure. Then you look at Roman, the golden shovel, which we all know he's probably not which we all know mm-hmm. Vince is not gonna let him lose to that. What other options do you have left? And then once you sign him for five years, you're probably going to treat him exactly what he is. A mid-card that's just a druggie and can only place him in the mid-card and never reach that ceiling ever again. That's going to be the sad part. While you could have just let him walk free. So, Jeff, please do not resign when your contract is about to expire. I don't care how much money that they're giving you. I don't care what I don't care what luxury that they would reunite with your brother. Go to a different company. Stay on your own two feet. Go to a different company if you have to to prove a point that you don't need your brother. You don't. You don't need a WWE. You need yourself. If you can do that, if you can honestly do that, I will applaud you for doing the right thing. And Vince will be pissed off, and then he will have no other choice. That's what I really gotta say about that real promo. So I thought I I wait 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 wait. wait. I, I got something on this one too. I agree with you on that one on Hardy, but if they push him like that, it would make it bad on the business. Because you take a look at it. Take a look at this. It's basically what, like, all right. It's like the the same thing as Goldberg. We all like Goldberg, but do we really want to see him in a title? Special for heavyweight title? Mm, you mean universal title? If you lose to the... Yeah, special universal title. Any any like any heavyweight title. Do you want to see Hardy in there right now? We've got The Fiend. You have Strowman, Roman. 
on a SmackDown brand. King Corbin. Oh, I just put Daniel Bryan in there. Uh, Corbin, Daniel Bryan. Hell, former former champion. I'd rather see him go against Kofi. Shit. But don't try to push Hardy. If if it was Hardy versus Wyatt, and this is what I'm gonna sit there and say this right now. And I can literally sit there and see this. If 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 they put Hardy versus the Fiend, and let's say the Fiend won the, the belt from Strowman, and Hardy goes after the Fiend, I could see the Jeff turning the heel for the first time since TNA. WWE has never seen Jeff Hardy as a heel. We all seen him as a heel. But WWE has never seen him as a heel the way the way we seen him prior, previously for a different company, mm. and I can see him turn heel and probably join Wyatt and make the make the Firefly Funhouse even a legit mm. faction. I don't know about that. Okay, take a look at it. What the Hardy, what the Matt Hardy did when when he was a tag team with, with Bray? He brought him to his universe, right? Now what happens now? The fiend do Bray Wyatt do the same. Bring Jeff Hardy into his universe. Make him join his crew. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. I mean, I guess I can't really see Hardy being as a heel in the WWE Universe. I mean, like, at all. I don't think he really have a bad bone in his body. He's always getting punked and bruised. Like, who's he going to face? A midget? It'd be be one stoppable heel. Nah, he'll probably go... (laughs) But I'm saying, like, yo, but remember remember when he was a heel in TNA? Everybody forgets he was a great, he was a kind of a good heel. He had a good little heel run. We was battling the likes of uh, Mr. Anderson, um, RVD, Abyss, AJ Styles during that time. I guess I will. Now, now do the same. No more face paint. Make him just. All right. Make him the broken heart, Jeff. The how we see him in TNA. I want to see broken Jeff. That sick, twisted. We all we all know he ain't young, but make that sick, twisted Hardy back. Cause they already know they dropped the ball with Matt, so now they got to recover and try to do this. Try to make Jeff feel good and special because everybody knows yeah, that Jeff is more the, the yeah, fan favorite. Yeah, but here's too. the thing, you know the old saying: "Once a druggie, always a druggie." I'm sorry, that's all I say about that. Damn. You really want to put Damn. all your eggs in one basket to try to keep him in the company and pay him how much money just for him to stay? And then when you put him on the bench, and for two years he's not been on television, then what? 
Leeds, he can go to other places and get like a year or two contracts and shit like that. So he don't really gotta wait that long to you know saying to be to be released. That's all we gotta say about that. But there's no way they go try to sign for five years that they're not gonna treat him okay. the same way that they're going the same way that they're treating Ed, the same way that they're treating Brock Lesnar. They got them part time lucrative contracts. They're not gonna give him that. They're gonna force his ass on the road. So you know that. So no. They're not, they're not gonna give no special treatment like that. So, yeah. like I said, the way yeah. that I'm describing it, if they did, they're going in a bad direction, just trying to keep them. So, what other thing could you really do besides put them in the mid card for right now and see how he does? And if he doesn't do good, then you just release him when his contract expires, or let him walk, let him walk on his own terms. He's gonna want to be with his brother. My, I mean, I mean, that might do. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no other way that you can go to another company and you get more over over there. That tells you something. So, nonetheless, we're going to go yeah. to the main event of the night. Shinsuke Nakamura with Cesaro versus the newly crowned Universal Champion, Braun Strowman. Braun, well, you know, we see Braun using his excessive body, raw strength, chucking Nakamura around. Nakamura trying to make some comebacks and stuff, but he gets squashed. Cesaro trying to get involved. He gets smacked. This is straight, like... The straight video game style match. <laughs> Nonetheless, it was just like 16 to 18 minutes. Braun Strowman eventually wins by using the running power slam on Shinsuke. Poor guy. One, two, three. He gets a dub in the middle of the ring. Um, I give it a 3.25 stars, but and then I got to explain afterwards. Then after his match comes the Firefly Funhouse, a brand new episode. Um, so. Bray is finally wiping his off of John Cena. Finally, get rid of his assistance. And then he mm-hmm. congrats his fellow friend Braun on his win, but shows his history of where he came from. That you turn your back on your family. And then the puppets agree, except for one puppet, the Raymond Rabbit. I thought he's a good guy. Shut up. You shut up, Rabbit. <laughs> you shut up, Rabbit. And Braun's night, and Braun wants none of his mind games, so he's not hearing this crap. Why it claims was his. That's Braun's new Universal Championship. And before the episode ends, goodbye. And I was like, eh, hold on a second. Braun, Braun stops this and sends a message right back to him. When the hell was this actually there? Nonetheless, I'm ready to let you in. It smiles back and be like, bye. See you later. All of this type of stuff. What the hell was that? And then you just see Bray like look pissed off and just like looking at him like you bastard. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that was the end of the segment, and that was the end of the show. As as a fade out. So like I said, the match I gave it three point five stars. It's supposed to be what you're supposed to do with your newly crowned champion. He's supposed to be getting them dubs. Let's go. Start building him up, and then let's try to see where you're going to try to take him from there to be this unstoppable mountain to climb. And then now you just throw an old face right back in his face. Now you about to have Braun Strowman about to get eaten the fuck alive by Bray. I don't know what, they, I don't know what aim style afraid that they're going to try to tackle this thing with, and they actually do a match, Braun got to go over. But if you do it in a cinematic form, Bray got to go over. And, and nonetheless, that would be the only way to do it. 
because of this whole COVID-19 situation right now. You can't read. You're in front of no fans and get no pops. It's not going to keep sounding like this. So, nonetheless, they got to figure out what the next move is. I think they're trying to fill in month-to-month bookings, not looking futuristically until when they need the main stars to come back. Well, they're going to come back. Um, like I said, so when this whole thing's over, it's gonna get a little screwy with the booking. That's all you can really see. That's all. I, that's all. I, that's all I can really say. Unless I'm done with my rain for the day, Dukes, you got the floor as I take my drink. <laughs> all right, go ahead, take your drink. I'll get this one four, and like I'll get a match a one. But with the whole break coming out with that pro one, I'll give that with it. I'll give this one a four star, a four stars, and here's the reason why. Remember what I sat there and said. Now I want to see a Bray versus Strowman, a Bray versus Roman type of matchup, just because we all know he's. We all know Bray's going at the people. That did him, that did him dirty. That 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 made him feel like he, like yo, you did him wrong. The only two people on SmackDown that he had to feel that way is against Strowman and Roman Reigns. We all know Strowman used to be part of the Wyatt family, right? We all know that. We all know. We all know that. At one point in time. Strowman left that Wyatt family. So by by Brave Center thinking like, all right, you know what? Since you left us, I cr- I brought you in. Now it's re- now it's time for me to take you back out. Just like what a parent always had to tell us when we was young. I brought you in this world, I'll take you out of this world. Huh. Sound like an old school mama when I say that. <laughs> we all get in trouble. <laughs> But true, <laughs> oh my! Like I'll put this: when you're young, don't mama always, don't any mama will sit there and say, "Yeah, I'll you in this world, I'll take you out this world." I plead the fifth. What you did something trouble? Yeah, yeah, you One, say that. Two, three, four, five. <laughs> yeah, you say that now. I'll put three. But we all know that's true. So by that, I like it. I like. It. I'd like to know that are we going to get that Bray and Strowman? Now I can literally sit there and say, you know what? Now, now Bray can mold Strowman into a better, to a better, avert a different version, better version of what he can actually become. He did the same, he did the same to Seth Rollins. Hell, he did the same to Daniel Bryan right now. Remember, he was a GOAT. Remember how Daniel Bryan was? He was he was GOAT. The GOAT bearded like wrestler now turned back to the Ring of Honor American Dragon Daniel Bryan. When he first came into NXT when he first came in from NXT. Something I love. I want. I want to see where this goes. But for the whole match, it was, it was basically a wash. 
we all know that Shaw was going to beat the brakes off of Sinsuke, even though Cesaro was there. We all know that that was going to happen. We all can, we all know that, like, yo, is not giving his just due. I want to see Sinsuke with the title, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. As long as that he's with, as long as that you have Strowman, Roman, and and Bray in that, in that SmackDown picture, he rather change himself and go straight to Raw. So that way he probably get it. So that way he'll probably get that that title that title run that we all been wanted when he first came into the WWE. But mm, I, I just, like I said, I'll get this one of four stars, man. I already do want to see where this goes with Bray, um, with the Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and the Monster Among Men. Well, I'm going to get Ron Strowman. Uh, I'm going to get this whole show itself a three. <laughs> It was just decent, just to be decent. But the last, I mean, you can pretty much piece the piece, put the piece together. But it's a smack, it's a it's a smackdown at the WrestleMania. Usually, new things would could click off, but you know, under these circumstances, you know, sometimes it gets tainted. It gets tainted too much. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go before we leave. We're gonna do the yeah. quick, the quick game, the fantasy booking game, where we're gonna pick a segment. We're gonna choose. They choose that segment that we're going to change and change it to any way that we see fit and explain why. So I'm just going to go straight into this. Um, they should have wiped away that whole damn dirt sheets thing, or at least, and they did do something with the three teams, at least, to be like some fighting involved or something like that. But I guess because either the Miz was either still sick or because they don't want to touch him, maybe that's the reason why. And if it was, that segment should not even be there in the first place. So that's just wasted TV time. Third guy say about that. Because, mm. you know. Ooh. Um. Mm. Okay, okay. See, Miles, I'm, I'm going to. See, I want. You see. I want to take. I want to change. The Bliss and Cross versus the Kabuki Warriors match. At the end of it, I want to see the one. Like we all know that Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are going to win. But at the end, I want to see them get attacked from a team that we haven't seen in a while. I want to see them get attacked by the Iconics. Get beat up by the Iconics and then have the Iconics versus Bliss and Nikki Cross for the for the women's tag team titles. I'll be the because that would be so perfect. Everybody's talking about call-ups. Now you sit there seeing. All right, we all sat this scene on the NXT call up. Now, what's more of a bigger call up? Even if the fans was there, 
they see the the iconics return. We see Nia Jax returning, but we haven't seen iconics return yet. And um, and and what's more better? Like I said, what's more better to go after the tag team titles? They know a team that have won it before. All right. And that's the end of the show. Um, I'd like to thank the viewers, I'd like to thank the listeners out there for taking the time to listen to our previous to listen to this episode and um listen to the previous episodes that we have done thus far. Keep keep supporting, like, share, bookmark our content, man. Check out um check out our episodes on Spotify, Break Your Podcast, Google Podcast. Um, radio, public podcast, and of course here on Anchor, of course. Um, yeah, please support o- support OTTR. Uh, hashtag OTTR. Hashtag support OTTR. Hashtag off the top ropes. Hashtag off the top rope podcast. Hashtag support local podcast. Um, Dukes, you got anything you want to say? Any shouts before we dip? Um... Shout out to um shoot, you know what? I'm gonna even though I'm gonna be buck wild today. No, I'm gonna make this one clear. Thank you. Shout out to your fam, man. You feel me? Thank you. Hope everything's at hope everything is well. But next next but next time on this podcast, you already know I'm gonna act crazy. So you bet best believe I'm up for you to cheer up. I'm gonna bring um the Godfather's holes and um RVD's um ganja. I'll I'll see you it. Um yeah, so um yeah, thank you. <clears throat> to the viewers at home, because of this COVID-19 situation, wash mm-hmm. your hands, stand six feet away from people, wear your face mask. If you don't have one, make one. Looks like I'm about to be doing that in the next few hours, my damn self, because it's getting a little bit too crazy out here, nonetheless. Um, yeah, wash your hands, wash your ass, make your face mask, mm-hmm. eat well, stand six feet away from my crew. I need all of them to be ready and not be sick. And as once one beloved daytime talk show host once told us and once told you and told the rest of the universe at home, take care of yourself. And-